Today is May 9th, and the world is talking about Is Jesus Tolerant? Exploring why Christians should not stand down in the face of evil. You're listening to What in the World? A look at current events through the lens of biblical truth with Amy Travis. Before we dive in today, I'm excited to announce the release of my latest book, The Truth About Love, How to Graciously Push Back Against a Godless Culture, coming out mid-May. In this book, we'll discuss how to challenge common narratives such as love is love, Christians should be more tolerant, equal rights for all, words are violence, and much, much more. Please look for more details to follow. Last week, we touched on the question, is Jesus tolerant? As believers, we are constantly bombarded by the leftist mantras about Christianity, telling us that if we are authentic followers of Jesus, we should learn to have more acceptance and tolerance for any and every alternative lifestyle. In this kinder, gentler 21st century America version of the gospel, we want to believe that Jesus loves us all equally, regardless of our choices. We repeatedly listen to songs on Christian radio talking about God's incredible love and acceptance. We are told in a word that Jesus is tolerant. There is no mention of sin, judgment, repentance, or God's wrath. But is this true? Part of our dilemma as believers is that the rules have changed. This new tolerance is not the same concept of quote-unquote live and let live that our parents grew up understanding. In 1998, Pastor Josh McDowell published the book The New Tolerance, How a Cultural Movement Threatens to Destroy You, Your Faith, and Your Children. This new tolerance, according to McDowell, claims that there is no absolute standard of right and wrong. Since we, as Christians, profess Jesus and believe that he is the only truth, we are the very definition of intolerant. Do you see what's happening here? In the name of civility, rational people are persuaded to reject Christianity as hateful, bigoted, homophobic, etc. And it's not enough, however, to disparage the biblical worldview. Satan, the original gaslighter, wants to convince this generation that the rules no longer apply. You are not a genuine Christian if you still believe what the Bible says. It's the oldest trick in the book. Did God really say? So if we are to truly accept at face value that Jesus is tolerant using this new standard, we must reject certain truths contained in scripture, including the words of Jesus himself. Consider the following. 1 Corinthians 6, 9 says, Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor idolaters, nor men who practice homosexuality, Hebrews 14.4 says this, Marriage should be honored by all, and the marriage bed kept pure, for God will judge the adulterer and all the sexually immoral. Luke 3.7 and 8 says, When the crowds came to John for baptism, he said, You brood of snakes, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Prove by the way you live that you have repented of your sins and turned to God. Romans 1.8 says this, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. Proverbs 6, 16-19 says, There are six things the Lord hates, no, seven things he detests. Haughty eyes, lying tongue, hands that kill the innocent, 
abortion, a heart that plots evil, feet that race to doing wrong, a false witness who pours out lies, and a person who sows discord in a family. And finally, in Matthew 10.34, Jesus said, Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. So if Jesus were the passive peace-loving gentleman that we would like to believe him to be, he had an odd way of showing it. Having said that, it's true. God loves you. He died for your sins. He has a plan and purpose for your life. But you and I need to repent by changing our behavior when it contradicts the word of God so that we can experience the blessings of obedience just as God intended. But there are always consequences for sin. Always. Because of his great love for us, however, he offers us grace when we acknowledge the error of our ways and ask for forgiveness. So let's discuss for a minute what happens when Christians tolerate evil. Tragically, some Christian leaders, not all of course, are telling us to stand down on the issues of abortion, same-sex marriage, and transgenderism. Just love everyone. Don't judge. Don't talk about sin or teach what the Bible says about the consequences of harming children or sexual immorality. If we're accepting enough and not judgmental, they will eventually come around to our way of thinking. But they haven't. And, as always happens when evil is left unchecked, the crisis escalates. Recently, we've discovered that in New York City and other places around the country, sexual predators are actually invited into public elementary schools for drag queen story hours. Teachers are talking to our first graders about choosing their own gender. Disney and other corporations are over-sexualizing our preschoolers through non-binary cartoon characters. We would be fired for saying these things in the office, but now third grade teachers can talk to kids about sex. Should we stand down on these issues too? The bottom line is that we cannot stand down now. There's too much at stake. Yes, we may lose some of our friends or offend others. Our family members may ever talk to us again. So yes, we need to be kind. Yes, compassion should always be our first response. Yes, we need to love those who disagree with us. But don't we have an obligation to tell them the truth? Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas once said, you can be in the middle of a hurricane or you can be on a calm day. North is still north. Paul assured us in 2 Timothy 4.3 that a time would come when people would reject sound teaching. Instead, they will look for teachers to tell them whatever they want to hear because it doesn't offend them. My spiritual GPS tells us, tragically, that we've arrived. So as we wrap up, the very idea of tolerance is deceptive because it was never about accepting others without judgment. It was always about persecuting those who hold to a traditional worldview. We tend to forget that Jesus wasn't open-minded, easygoing, and accepting. His speech was so controversial and his actions so threatening that the religious establishment hunted him down and killed him like an animal. So who's the tolerant ones here? In a similar fashion, many of his followers were captured and executed as political prisoners. His own cousin, John the Baptist, was violently beheaded because he called out Herod, the leader of the uh, not-so-free world, for exploiting women. No, we do not need to be more tolerant of evil. We should be more concerned with defending God and escaping his wrath than we should be about what our peers think. Thanks so much for listening today, and remember to always pursue the truth. 